Welcome to the State Support Team 11 podcast. I'm your host, Eric Neal. Today, we are joined by Nicole Kaler. Nicole is the school-based mental health consultant at the Ohio Department of Education. Welcome, Nicole. How are you today? Thank you. I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. It's, it's great to have you. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and the work that you do at the Department of Education? Sure, thank you. Um, I'm from the Cleveland area originally. I am a licensed social worker, so I have spent my whole career um, doing mental health in schools, school-based therapy. Um, prior to coming to the department, I worked at a day treatment facility in Columbus, Ohio, where we really focused on trauma-informed practices and providing youth therapy. Um, and then when I came to the department, I actually started as a school climate coordinator, uh, working on PBIS and building that capacity within the state. But I moved over to the mental health role um, as a mental health consultant. So we're really focusing on the mental health initiatives um, throughout Ohio, some of the grants that the department has had, building upon trauma-informed schools, and just making sure that schools have all of the resources they might need to meet the needs of their students. That's great. You You mentioned your work with grants. What are some of the grants that have been awarded, and how are they utilizing the funds? Uh, One of the major grants we're focusing on right now is the Ohio School Wellness Initiative. So this was a grant that was awarded through the Governor's Emergency Education Relief Fund. And the Ohio Department of Education is collaborating with the Department of Mental Health and Addiction Services to really support a continuum of care and develop partnerships with community providers. We are providing grant funds to Miami University's Center for School-Based Mental Health Programs to develop, train, and coach districts um, with a student assistance program that's aligned with the whole child framework and PBIS framework. Um, So this uh, model is something that SAMHSA developed, and we're really focusing on Ohioizing it. So really looking at the whole continuum of care for students from early identification and prevention services to interventions and guided supports. And so this project will really strengthen tier two and tier three supports within Ohio schools. And it also has a component where it focuses on uh, staff and administrator wellness. We currently have 80 schools in the state across 54 counties that are participating in our pilot program. And this is through September of this year, 2022. And then we'll open up all the resources and the programming to the remainder of the state. The other grant that we're focusing on right now is a $2 million federal grant um, from the U.S. Department of Education to focus on increasing the number of school-based mental health professionals providing mental health services to students and families in eight of Ohio's Appalachian counties, Belmont, Guernsey, Harrison, Morgan, Muskingum, Noble, Stark, and Tuscararas. And uh, we are halfway through year two of this five-year grant. After our first year of the grant, we were able to add eight mental health professionals to the region, which um, originally the ratio of mental health professionals to students was one in 500, and now it's currently one to 330. So that was a major win in our first year. Oh, definitely. I, I think, you know, with everything that everybody has been through in the past couple of years, but specifically educators, um, any mental health help for you know, the people that are, are out there working in the environment or, or the students and families, I'm sure it's, it's much appreciated. You know, people are, you know, we've worked through it and we've, we've found a way to keep on going, but it, it has been a pretty stressful time for everybody. 
it definitely has. And, and we've heard that from educators as well. Whenever we're working directly with the educators, with superintendents, with administrators, uh, we're, we're hearing that as students have come back into the schools, especially that they're looking for more support and guidance on how to, uh, you know, help students who are, who are struggling to be back in school, whether it's with anxiety and depression um, from the past few years or those externalizing behaviors, we're hearing more aggression, um, just more anger in general. Definitely. So what are some of the other mental health initiatives that you've been working on? So we're, my office is really focusing on some of the recommendations provided by the Surgeon General's mental health uh, advisory that, that he released in December of 2021, um, where you know he talked about how uh, youth, con youth mental health concerns were rising pre-pandemic and now we're just at an all-time high. So there's a lot of um, a, a lot of interventions we need to put in place if we, you know, want to see that that level go down. And some of the recommendations are around putting in place positive and safe schools, that continuum of support that we're talking about with the Ohio School Wellness Initiative, building the mental health workforce, um, providing support to men, providing mental health support to school personnel. Um, so we're really looking at just building that comprehensive mental health um, program across Ohio schools teaching about trauma-informed practices, providing resources and supports they need across the state. Um, we have some resources on our webpage around how schools can use their ESSER and ARP funding um, to support mental health, to support prevention services, to integrate some of these things into their PBIS framework. Um, the Department of Mental Health and Addiction Services and Department of Education collaborated together to do some listening sessions um, to really hear about what was happening in the field. And we we worked with educators and educational agencies and associations to really hear what's going on ground level in terms of that increase of anxiety, depression, anger, and just the increased need for access to mental health services, access to mental health um, providers, increased education and knowledge around how teachers and administrators and staff can really help students who are experiencing um, those increased increased feelings or just um, the increased feelings, the, the anger, the depression, all of those things that um, I had previously discussed. So we're working on different resources that we can put out to support schools. That's great. It's definitely going to be a huge help. Ohio is currently working on guidance for implementing multi-tiered systems of support or MTSS. Uh, do you feel like that framework can help educators see how all of these pieces fit together and give them a better chance of integrating them into their other continuous improvement efforts? Absolutely. I think when when folks hear things like trauma-informed practices or any other framework, even you know, PBIS, they think they might think it's it's something extra or added to do daily. But really what we want people to see is that it's it's a framework and it's how you really integrate it into your daily practices. And so we're encouraging, make sure your, your tier one supports, your universal supports for students are really, really strong because we know that there's a higher need right now for tier two and tier three services across schools um, based on the past few years. But if your universal supports aren't in place, if people aren't aware of them, it's really gonna you know, make it difficult for 
the teachers or for the mental health professionals professionals to focus on tier two and tier three. So really looking at those tier one supports, how do you integrate trauma-informed practices into your framework? How do you enter the school every single day? Um, you know, and one big piece about the, the trauma-informed practices that we're encouraging is in, you're going to ask students, instead of asking what's wrong with you on a daily basis, you're going to say what happened to you. And that's true for staff too. It's not just for students. It's not just an approach for students. So looking at policies and practices to be aware of what students and staff have experienced and to really help promote their wellness and avoid any kind of re-traumatization um, that they may have had prior to coming to school. Yeah, definitely. I, I've noticed that you know, we've, we've had access to uh, a lot of different you know, trainings and, and philosophies and strategies to address these what in MTSS, I guess, would be that right side of the pyramid, that climate culture side of the pyramid. And I just, I love how you have that idea of how, how are you connecting it to that work so that it doesn't feel siloed or like one more thing to people who already feel overwhelmed, but you're, you're able to give those strategies in context to say, yeah, this is how this goes in your universal delivery of these services. This is, this is where trauma-informed practices fit or, or restorative practices or social and emotional wellness and learning and things like that. I think, I think when, when we get that, that framework really in place and a lot of people understand it and are doing their work that way, it can, it can only help get the most out of these strategies that are out there. Absolutely, and it won't be effective if it is siloed. It's not sustainable that way. Absolutely. So uh, you said you've been working on a student and staff wellness toolkit. What's in that toolkit and how can educators access it? Yeah, so based on national data and then some of the state level data and listening sessions that we had, uh, the Department of Education, the Department of Mental Health and Addiction Services and Public Safety worked collaboratively to develop this toolkit to assist educators, families, communities in responding to all the challenges that we've heard ampl amplified by the COVID pandemic. So it's really a collection of resources and recommendations organized by audience, um, audience type in order to address current wellness challenges. So the audiences are teachers, administrators, students and families and communities. And we wanted this to be um, a really user-friendly resource, um, allowing quick access to needed resources. So it can be found on our webpage, um, education.ohio.gov, if you search Supporting Student Wellness Toolkit. And again, it's meant to be really, um, really user-friendly. You, if, for example, if you look at the teacher um, audience, some of the examples on there are um, behavior management in the classroom, regulating emotions, and under each topic, there's something really quick that somebody can click on who says, in the moment, I'm really struggling with this today. And so it might take you to a quick video on a strategy or a quick um, script to use or something like that. It also offers some more in-depth resources. If, um, if folks have time, one of the pieces we heard was that we don't have time to sit through a two and a half hour professional development on this topic, but we want to know more. So we also included some of those longer resources, whether it's um, a a lengthier article or some of some links to additional professional development opportunities if they if they want to learn more about that topic. That's great. I think that's really helpful to support these teams that are out doing that work to have 
something like that where all of these resources are just uh, housed in one place and easily accessible so that you're not having to go dig and find out and research and do all of those things. I think that is definitely going to be a, a big help. Absolutely. Uh, when we spoke uh, before the podcast, you mentioned that there was going to be a free mental health conference coming up on June 28th and 29th. What can we look forward to at the conference and how do you register for that? Yes, we're very excited for this conference. Uh, the title is Stronger Together Mental Health and Resiliency uh, Virtual Conference for, for educators, administrators, um, staff who work within, within schools, mental health professionals. And one thing we took away from some of the listening sessions when we were um, working and listening with the educators was that you know, the wellness toolkit would be helpful as a quick resource, but we're really looking at long-term implementation strategies, sustainable um, system change to help with um, supporting students' mental health and mental wellness. So this conference will have sessions um, for teachers, administrators, community partners to learn about the best practices and resources for implementation of mental health and resiliency supports for children. Uh, this is directly from people who are implementing these, this programming across Ohio schools. Uh, most of the sessions include a some form of school or school district, an ESC potentially, with a community partner so that you can hear how they're working together to provide services. Um, some of them are direct strategies for supporting students in their classrooms. And really the goal is to provide information around funding sources, using data and decision-making, how to engage with parents and caregivers, and how to leverage partnerships to provide tiered interventions and supports for all children in Ohio. Um, so like you mentioned, the conference is June 28th and 29th. It is two half days. It's 8.30 to 1 each day. Uh, we currently have a, um, a save the date posted on our website. So again, education.ohio.gov. If you use the search bar to type stronger together, you can register for free there. Again, it's all virtual. So you can pop in, pop out. Um, the sessions will be recorded and will be you can access it for two weeks after the conference. Um, so we're really looking forward to it. We encourage everybody to register, learn a little bit more about the best practices that are happening across Ohio. That sounds like it's going to be uh, very helpful and uh, you can't beat the price. Free is good. Absolutely. <laughs> we wanted it to be accessible to everybody. That's great. So if people would like to know more about you and the work that you do, where should they go? Sure. Um, so my email is nicole.kaler, K-A-H-L-E-R, at education.ohio.gov. You can always email me if you have questions around specific initiatives or if you, um, you know, you're looking for some technical assistance in, um, with your school or your district with mental health and wellness needs or trauma-informed practices. If you go to our webpage, education.ohio.gov, our search bar is, is really phenomenal. You can type in mental health, trauma-informed schools, um, SRR guidance, and you can see all the different resources that we have available. Um, again, the whole child framework would be up there. And oftentimes, if you search one, the others will kind of pop up on the side so that you can find out more information. Our website is a great place to start. Um, but again, I'm, I'm more than happy to follow up with anybody via email. That's great. So thanks again for joining us, Nicole. It's been a real pleasure. Thank you for having me. Um, I really appreciate anybody who, who takes the time to listen to this and really focus on promoting student and staff mental wellness um, throughout Ohio schools. So thank you. You're welcome. 
That wraps up this episode of the State Support Team 11 podcast. If you'd like to know more about us and the work that we do here at SST11, go to our website, sst11.org. Give us a call at 614-753-4694 or hit us up on Twitter. We're at SST Region 11. If you'd like to get a hold of me, I'm at eric.neal at esc.org. Until next time, I'm Eric Neal. Thanks for listening.